Chapter One of Book Two of Topics by Aristotle, translated by Octavius Owen. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Geoffrey Edwards. Chapter One of the Division of Problems of the Conversion of the Accidental and of Problematical Errors of problems some are universal but others particular the universal then as that all pleasure is good and that no pleasure is good but the particular as that a certain pleasure is good and a certain pleasure is not good to both genera however of problems those things are common which universally construct and subvert for having shown that a thing is present with every we shall also have proved that it is present with a certain individual and in like manner if we have shown that it is present with no individual we shall also have proved it is not present with every we must first speak then of those which are universally subversive both because such are common to universal and particular problems and because men rather introduce theses in the affirmative than in the negative but the disputants subvert them nevertheless it is most difficult to convert an appropriate appellation derived from accident for to be inherent partly and not universally is possible to accidents only since it is necessary to convert from definition property and genus as if it is present with a certain thing to be an animal pedestrian biped it will be true for the person who has converted it to say that it is an animal pedestrian biped likewise from genus for if it is incident to a thing to be an animal it is an animal and it is the same with property for if it is present with any to be capable of grammar it will be capable of grammar since nothing of these can be partly present or not present but simply present or not present yet there is nothing to prevent accidents from being partly present for instance whiteness or justice so that it is not enough to show that whiteness or justice is inherent in order to show that a man is white or just since it is doubtful because he may be partially white or just so that conversion is unnecessary in accidents again we must determine the errors occurrent in problems that they are two either from false assertion or a departure from the established mode of speaking for both false assertors error from saying that what is not present is present with a certain thing and those who call things by foreign names as a plane tree a man transgress the established nomenclature chapter two of the quotes, places belonging to problems of accident one place then is to consider whether he the respondent has given as an accident that which is inherent according to some other mode which error indeed especially obtains about genera as if some one should say that it was accidental to whiteness to be a colour since it is not accidental to whiteness to be a colour but colour is its genus therefore it is possible that he who lays down a thesis may define according to denomination the genus as an accident 
e.g., that it is accidental to justice to be a virtue. Frequently, however, without definition, it is evident that he has given the genus as an accident, as if any one should have said that whiteness is coloured, or that walking is moved, for the predication of species is peronymously asserted from no genus, but all genera are predicated of species synonymously, since species receive the name and definition of genera. Whoever, therefore, says that whiteness is coloured, has neither explained it as genus, since he has spoken peronymously, nor as property, nor as definition, since definition and property are present with nothing else, while many other things are coloured, as wood, stone, man, horse, wherefore he evidently gives it as accident. Another topic is to regard those with which either all or none a thing is said to be present, and to consider according to species, and not in infinites, individuals, for the investigation will be more in the way and in fewer things. Still, we must consider and begin from first things, and then proceed as far as individuals. For instance, if a man said that there is the same science of opposites, we must consider if there is the same science of relatives, of contraries, and of those which are enunciated according to privation and habit, and according to contradiction. And if it should not yet be evident in these, we must divide them again as far as individuals, as whether there is the same science of the just and the unjust, or of the double and the half, or of blindness and sight, or of entity and non-entity. For if it should be proved that there is not the same in respect of a certain thing, we shall have subverted the problem. Likewise also, if it should be present with none. Now, this place converts to confirmation and refutation, for if, when they have introduced division, it should appear present with all, or with many, things, it must be required to admit it universally, or to object some instance wherein it is not so, and if the opponent does neither of these, he will appear absurd from not conceding it. Another topic is to make definitions both of accident and of that to which it is accidental, either of both severally, or of one of them, then to consider whether anything has been assumed as true, which is not true, in the definitions. Thus, if the problem is that we can injure God, we must consider what it is to injure, for if it be to hurt voluntarily, it is evident that God cannot possibly be injured, since it is impossible that God can be hurt. Again, if the worthy man is envious, who is the envious, and what is envy, must be considered. For if envy be pain at the apparent success of some worthy person, it is evident that a worthy man is not envious, for if so, he would be depraved. And if the man prone to indignation be envious, we must explain who each of these is, for thus it will be evident whether what is said is true or false, e.g., if he is envious who is grieved at the success of the good, but he is prone to indignation who is grieved at the success of the bad, it is clear that the envious will not be the indignant man. 
we must also assume definitions instead of the names in definitions and not desist until we arrive at what is known since often the question is not yet clear when indeed the whole definition has been given but it becomes evident if the definition is given instead of some name placed in the definition moreover the problem must be changed into a proposition and then objected to for the objection will be an argument against the thesis this place indeed is almost the same as seeing with what either all or none a thing is said to be present but it differs in the mode further we must define what kind of things we ought and what we ought not to denominate as the multitude do for this is useful both for confirmation and subversion as that things are to be called by the same names as the multitude use but that we are no longer to attend to the multitude as to the quality of things whether they be such or such for instance that is to be called salubrious which is productive of health as the multitude say but whether the thing proposed be productive of health or not is no longer to be decided by what the multitude but by what the physician declares chapter three of the topics belonging to multifarious predication moreover if a thing be multifariously predicated but is laid down as inherent or as non-inherent we must prove one of the things multifariously predicated if we cannot prove both this must be used however in those things which are latent for if what is multifariously predicated is not latent the opponent may object that what he is in doubt about is not the subject of dispute but something else this topic indeed converts both for confirmation and subversion for when we desire to confirm we shall show that one is inherent if we cannot both but when we subvert we shall show that one is not inherent if we cannot both nevertheless there is no need for the subverter to dispute from compact neither if a thing be said to be present with every individual nor if it be said to be so with none since if we show that it is not present with any individual whatever we shall have subverted its being with every individual likewise also if we should prove it present with one we shall have subverted its presence with nothing still in confirming we must previously acknowledge that if it is present with any whatever it is present with everything if the axiom be probable since it is not enough to discourse about one thing in order to prove that it is present with everything as if the soul of man is immortal that every soul is immortal wherefore it must be previously taken for granted that if any soul whatever is immortal every soul also is immortal this however is not always to be done but when we cannot supply one common reason in all as a geometrician proves by one common reason that a triangle has angles equal to two right yet if a thing is not latent being predicated in many ways we must subvert and confirm having distinguished in how many ways it is predicated thus if the becoming is the advantageous or the beautiful we must try to confirm or subvert both about the proposed problem e g that it is beautiful and advantageous 
or that it is neither beautiful nor advantageous still if we cannot prove both we must prove one of them showing that the one is but the other not but the reasoning is the same though there should be more members in the division again we must consider those things which are not equivocally predicated in many ways but in some other way thus science is one of many either as belonging to the end or to that which pertains to the end as medicine is the science of producing health and of prescribing diet or as belonging to both ends as of contraries there is said to be the same science since the one is no more an end than the other or as belonging to that which is per se and to that which is accidental as we know per se that a triangle has angles equal to two right but according to accident that it is equilateral for because it happens to an equilateral triangle to be a triangle according to this we know that it has angles equal to two right if then it is by no means possible that there should be the same science of many things it is clearly altogether impossible or if in a certain respect it is possible it is clear that it is possible nevertheless we must distinguish in how many ways it is useful for instance if we desire to confirm we must introduce such things as are possible and we must divide them into those only which are useful to confirmation but if we would subvert we must introduce such things as are impossible and omit the rest this too must be done in these when it is latent in how many ways they are predicated that this also belongs to that or does not belong must be confirmed from the same places as that this science is of this thing either as belonging to the end or to those things which pertain to the end or as to those which are accidental or on the other hand that a thing is not according to any of the above-mentioned modes the same reasoning also subsists about desire and such other things as are said to belong to many for desire belongs to this thing either as to the end as to health or as to those things which pertain to the end as to the taking medicine or as to that which is from accident as in wine he who loves sweetness desires wine not because it is wine but because it is sweet since he desires sweetness per se but wine accidentally since if it should be sour he no longer desires it therefore he desires it from accident this place however is useful in relatives for almost all such things as these belong to relatives chapter four topics relative to name genus species definition time again a change must be made into a name more known as for instance the clear instead of the accurate in notion and the love of employment instead of being engaged in various occupations for the assertion being more known the thesis is more easily opposed this place also is common to both confirmation and subversion in order however to show that contraries are present with the same thing it is necessary to attend to the genus thus if we desire to prove that there is rectitude and error about sense since sensibly to perceive is to judge but it is possible to judge rightly and not rightly about sense also 
there will be rectitude and error now then from the genus the demonstration is concerning the species since to judge is the genus of sensible perception for he who sensibly perceives in some way judges again from species to genus for whatever things are present with species are also with genus as if science is bad and good disposition also is bad and good for disposition is the genus of science the former place therefore is false indeed for confirmation but the latter is true since it is not necessary that whatever things are present with genus should also be present with species since animal is winged and quadruped but man is not yet whatever things are present with species are necessarily also with genus for if man is good animal also is good still for subversion the former is true but the latter false as whatever are not present with genus neither are with species but it is unnecessary that whatever are not with species should not be present with genus notwithstanding since it is requisite that of what things genus is predicated some species also should be predicated and whatever things possess genus or are paronymously denominated from genus have necessarily a certain species or are paronymously demonstrated from some species as if science is predicated of some certain thing grammar also or music or some other science will be predicated of it and if any one has science or is paronymously denominated from science he will also possess grammar or music or some other science or will be paronymously called from some one of them as for instance a grammarian or a musician if then anything should be laid down which is in any way denominated from genus as that the soul is moved we must consider whether it is possible for the soul to be moved according to any species of motion as to be increased or corrupted or generated or such other species of motion for if by none may it be moved it is evident that it is not moved this place also pertains in common to both subversion and confirmation for if it is moved according to any species it is evident that it is moved and if according to no species it is evidently not moved he however who is not well provided with arguments about the thesis must consider from the definitions either real or apparent of the proposed thing and if he cannot from one definition he must obtain an argument from many for it will be easy to argue when they have defined since opposition to definitions is easier we must also consider in the proposed problem to what thing it belongs or what will necessarily be if the proposition subsists the person who wishes to confirm must consider to what the proposition will belong for if that be shown to exist the proposition will also have been proved but he who wishes to subvert must consider what will be the consequence if the proposition subsists for if we can show that the consequent to the proposition does not subsist we shall have subverted the proposition besides we must attend to time if it is anywhere discrepant as if a person said that what is nourished is of necessity increased for animals are always nourished 
yet do not always increase likewise if he said that to know scientifically is to remember for the one belongs to past time but the other to the present and the future for we are said to know scientifically things present and future as that there will be an eclipse but it is impossible to remember anything except the past chapter five upon drawing on the adversary to our own strong points subversion of the proposition by that of the consequent it is also a sophistical place to bring the adversary to that against which we are well provided with arguments and this will sometimes indeed be necessary at others appear to be so but sometimes neither apparent nor necessary now it is necessary when the respondent denying some one of those things which are useful to the thesis the arguments are directed against this which happens to be a thing of that kind against which it is possible to abound with arguments in like manner when some one by making an abduction to a certain thing through what is laid down endeavours to subvert that thing for this being subverted the proposition is also subverted on the other hand it appears to be necessary when it seems indeed useful and appropriate to the thesis yet is not so to that against which the arguments are adduced whether he who sustains the argument denies or whether by a probable abduction through the thesis against it he endeavours to subvert it the remainder is when that against which the arguments are advanced is neither necessary nor appears to be so but it happens that the respondent is sophistically confuted in another respect we must however be cautious about the last of the above-mentioned modes for it seems to be altogether remote and foreign from dialectic wherefore the respondent must not be displeased but should admit whatever are not useful to the thesis signifying what do not appear to him to be true though he admits them for it happens generally that those who interrogate are more perplexed when everything of this kind is admitted if they do not conclude further every one who states anything in some way states many things since many are consequent of necessity upon each for instance he who states that man is states also that animal is and that animated and that biped and that what is capable of intellect and science are so that any one of these consequents being subverted the original proposition also is subverted still we must be careful lest we make a transition to what is more difficult for sometimes it is easier to subvert the consequent and at others the proposition itself chapter six of topics connected with affirmative and negative argument relatively etc in those things with which it is necessary one thing alone should be present as with man disease or health if we are well furnished with arguments against one that it is present or not we shall also be well provided against the other this however converts with regard to both for when we have proved one of them present we shall have proved that the other is not present but if we have proved that it is not present we shall have proved the other present wherefore the place is evidently useful for both again we must argue by transferring the name to the meaning as being more appropriate to assume 
then as the name is placed for instance to take well animated not brave as it is now placed but as signifying one who has his soul well as also hopeful of good one who hopes good things and in like manner good fated one whose demon is good just as xenocrates says that he is happy who has a worthy soul for that this is each man's demon since however some things are from necessity others subsist generally but others casually if what is from necessity is laid down as general or what is general as from necessity either itself or the contrary to what subsists generally it always affords a place for argument for if what is of necessity be laid down as for the most part it is evident that a person states it to be present not with every individual when it is so that he commits an error also if he says that what is for the most part is from necessity since he states that to be present with every individual which is not similarly if he says that the contrary to the general is from necessity for the contrary to the general is always asserted of the fewer for instance if men are generally bad good men are few so that he makes a still greater error if he says that men are of necessity good likewise if he should say that what happens casually is from necessity or for the most part for the casual is neither necessary nor general if however a person has not defined whether he says a thing is general or of necessity but the thing should subsist as for the most part it is possible to dispute as if he had said it was of necessity e g if he had said that those without heritage were bad without defining them who they are it might be argued as if he had said they were so for necessity moreover we must consider whether he has placed a thing accidental as if different to itself from the name being different as prodicus divided pleasures into joy delight and hilarity for all these are names of the same thing pleasure if then any one should say that joy happens to hilarity he would say that the same thing happens to itself end of chapter six of book two recording in memory of mitchell edwards